Welcome to the Unanswered Podcast. In this podcast, we discuss life's greatest mysteries. These questions cannot be explained by science. We have different guests each week to give their opinions, as well as our own opinions, to come together and have a nice, enjoyable discussion. This is episode two, where we discuss Kobe Bryant and Destiny. Uh, Our guests are Rhea and Luke, and my co-host is Sid Suresh. So in the wake of Kobe's untimely death, it got me thinking... Why does all this happen? You know, why did why did this happen to Kobe? And it's really unfortunate. So, you know, ultimately, why do you guys think this happened? Like, it got me thinking about destiny and why is there so much suffering in this world? Because this this not only happens to Kobe or happened to Kobe, but there's people all around the world that die of poverty and really terrible things. So, what do you think? I think the most straightforward answer, something that we've learned in ninth grade year, was this one dude said. Like war, death, disease, suffering, like suffering in general is necessary because only by that, like, is there some standard of comparison? So then we take our lives for granted and we can feel empathy and sympathy. That's the only, because if everybody didn't suffer, then we're all the same and we have nothing mm. to work for. So do you think motivation. that all this like suffering is a, a bad side to humanity? I think it's a necessary okay. side. To so humanity. you think it's a way for humanity to like evolve and like, so... We have something to like grow from, yeah. to from where we are now. Yeah. Um, I think that it's just there because it's there, because people are selfish. People aren't going to distribute their goods, like. But then also, like, bad things happen. Like you have, uh, you have like hundreds of basketball players who are live very lavish lifestyles, and one of them is going to crash because helicopters are not. Yeah, um, but I think like, all right. So now let's get into like the destiny aspect of it. Was this a was his death? Was he meant to die like this? Was this already pre written for Kobe or the million children that die every year? Well, is that their fate? Is that their destiny? Or do you think that um, it's just that life is we have a thing that we can just decide for our own actions and things like that? So my opinion is is like I use this analogy. It's the movie Happy Death Day. I don't know if any of you watched it, but it's where, like, this woman wakes up, and then at the end of the day, she'll get murdered, and then the day repeats itself, and she'll change whatever she does, like, she might be more cautious about where she goes, or she wouldn't go to the place where she was murdered, but she'll end up still dying in the end, right? So, I think the process to where we go in life, it's, like, our own choice in that sense, but the end result will always, no matter what, I think that's where it will end up. So, in the case of Kobe, his death may have been, like, destiny, but... The way it happened, I think, could have been different no matter what. Okay. So he was always going to die. Yeah. Yeah, I think all of us like that at that like day. I think he was going to die no matter what. Wow. Okay. Oh, why? Well, I just think. Well, that's the thing I I, I'm like uncertain about, right? I think I don't know where this is set from, but maybe it's like you know God, right, or God-like entity. You know, it's like he it's determined for us, like as life moves on. So, Robin, if you believe that, then how do you live? Because if you think everything that's going to happen is going to happen, where does your motivation come from? Well, I think that, you know, obviously, from my perspective, we only have one life, right? So, I think that... That we know of. Yeah, okay, yeah. But let's just think of it as we only have one life, right? I think that since my opinion that we have our own, like, choices to get to Destiny, I think that, you know, we can enjoy our life. and like what our destiny is i mean i guess if it's tragedy then i guess it's difficult but you don't know that right so you can live to like 
reach those goals that you've always had, but because you wouldn't know that it was going to end, like, how it's going to end, or it could end up in success, like, I don't know. So, if, like, if there's a bar already set, like, this is the most you're going to be, then why do you even try? No, but you wouldn't know that, right? Okay. Yeah. Isn't, um, every life ended in tragedy? They all die. Yeah, I think, um, what's, so, with Kobe's death, um, or just, you know, with Kobe's death specifically, and even his 13-year-old daughter, she was really young. Um, so that's what's kind of sad about it, right? That, the level of sadness. Whereas if, if, if there's someone old, like your grandfather, if he's already old and he's in a asylum or something and he dies, at least he's lived that life. But in this sense, we see this lost potential, right? But I don't think that just because you're old means that you like, oh, it's okay for him to die now. Yeah, it's, be- it's better. It's, yeah. But like it's- Kobe lived like a wonderful life and like, played sports and, like, became, like, a multi-millionaire. Yeah, and he was so doing just, a lot more. He was, like, you know, just getting started with his career outside of basketball. So, Sid, why were you upset that Kobe died? <clears throat> um, I was upset because, like, I, I really liked him as a third grader. And, like, when I was younger, I had, like, I had a lot of Kobe jerseys. And there's a picture of me. I was wearing, like, um, Lakers shorts. I had Kobe's eights on. And then I had, a, I had his jersey. So, I mean, like, you know, first of all, I think uh, he was a really, he worked really hard, and he, he had a, his whole mama mentality, he had a really good message behind himself, or it's like, his life message was really good. Um, so what about but, that changes because he died? Like, you didn't interact with him on yeah. a day-to-day basis, so what would be the difference whether he died or not? I think the, you know, I'm, I'm sad that he died because of the, imp- the impact that, we, that he was having up till this point, so even after he retired from basketball... He was, he started, um, he was a big proponent of women's basketball because he had, he had, he had daughters and he had a daughter who was really good. Um, and he was, he was a big proponent of women's basketball. He was just getting into um, the world of business. He was investing a lot. So I think there was a lot of, uh, potential that was lost, you know? So you're sad because of the <clears throat> what could have impact. Been. What yeah. Could have been. I think it just shows how much power that celebrities have on people yeah. because, you know, I think it was the message of his death. Like life is really short. I think that's what all like like just on Instagram that day you could tell that like everyone was posting about it. Yeah. Right? You could I couldn't scroll down without seeing another tribute picture. Mm-hmm. Right. It's and kind I, of interesting because like we only care once he dies because yeah. I wasn't really really into Kobe and then he you know died. What's really crazy? Kobe I, think died. The, I think that's the message though that we take things for granted. So I think <laughs> that his death is like in a way like showing yeah. us that we need to appreciate things more in life. But What's like, crazy? Like, really taking for granted is just the fact that people don't care. And I'm, like not caring is different than taking things for granted. Like mm-hmm. I, Kobe didn't affect me. His death didn't affect me. It didn't really so, matter. Do you, do you think that you think it's bad that we don't care though? Do you think it's bad that we don't care? I mean, like, like everybody when you say don't care. Do you mean like about a person like dying? I mean, everybody should care about other people's life and try to preserve it, right? I should not kill somebody, yeah. but if he died in an accident. Like helicopters have become safer, things are like getting better. Lives will be lost along the way. Okay. Yeah, and I think um, you know what really got me thinking about this was, you know, forget about Kobe, right? This really brought to my attention that you know there's there's people there was, a, you know, three family members on that helicopter too, who died, and then there's people in third world countries who die also, right? You know, with Kobe, his wife lost a daughter and a, and a husband, right? But think about just other people doing all this right are other people in the world who lose you know their children and 
so much suffering that happens. Um, but the I think the one sil- silver lining in this is that it kind of amplified its message. Um, that you know, or the message of this was like, uh, cherish what you have right now. Like for example, Kobe's teammate, um, Shaquille O'Neal, he he was really sad when he found out, but. What he's done as a result of that is he said this on TV. He was like, I want to make sure I preserve the relationships I have and reconnect with people I haven't talked to. And, you know, because you never know what can happen. So I think people started to recognize that and it's really helped. You know? So it like evened out. Kobe yeah. had, lo- had lost an impact, but then that impact spread to everyone. Yeah. And I think, you know, with whatever death, there, I, I really, you know, it's good to see, find a silver lining. And I think God himself, if this is destined to happen, that could be one reason for suffering and death is that we hopefully we look to it and we understand the we understand like we take it as motivation or in different ways we take it in different ways that you know death can affect you but it, it can make you grow as a person you know How seeing does something death like make you grow oh like you not dying other people yeah so if someone dies um i may be motivated by that like you know if my father dies then i want to make sure i work hard and i do well for his you know for him right uh, not that hopefully he doesn't, but, um, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, but I think that in general, God wants us to see this and live by his message. So death is good. It can be looked as good as, no, I don't think it's good, but the silver lining, that there is some, we need to look at dead, you know, we can be sad, but we need to ultimately, if we want to be productive, yeah. let's look at the message of the dead. I agree that death is inevitable, right? Yes. And how can something that is inevitable be bad? Well, in this case, I think uh, the the fact that, I mean, his daughter died with him. Um, okay, it's inevitable, but, you know, we don't really expect it um, at that moment, at least. You know, Something inevitable can be bad. Yeah. Like I don't what? understand why. Like uh, 9-11 or the planes hitting yeah. or a tsunami. So like if you're saying that wasn't inevitable. You could they, we could have kept that from happening. Maybe, but well, like natural disaster. Those are inevitable. So they're not bad. So take the proper precautions. So people dying from them is not bad. But I if mean, it's inevitable, what else are you supposed to do? Like it's a, it's a fact of life. I, it can be a fact of life and still be a sad and bad thing. Right? I don't know. I feel like you have to accept the things that are always going to happen. And you, there's no reason to be sad about them. You can be sad about things that are unexpected and sad, like your dog dying. When it's not a bad thing to be upset by something. Yeah, it's right? not. All right, so uh, let's get into this like quick debate here. So, um, do you think that everything happens for a reason? Let's start off with Luke and Robin. We'll go to Rhea, and then we'll go in a full circle. Um, no, I don't think there is a reason. We're all here because. Of the banality of existence, and we're just gonna stay that way. Okay. What do you think? I think everything is unpredictable until the final goal of like the full circle of your life. So I think, I think the like your destiny happens for a reason. Like your like what profession you have or who you marry or something like huge that has such a big impact on your life. But the small things in between, like me waking up this morning and brushing my teeth or something like that, that just is what my natural like routine okay. is, right? I don't think everything happens for a reason. I think the reason people believe that it does is to cope with it, like a defense mechanism. Something bad happened, so they think to, to themselves, that bad thing happened for a reason, which is ultimately good for themselves so that they can move on. 
But like me going like putting my water bottle down, what was the reason for that? So I don't think there has to be a reason for everything. Okay. I think that um everything happens for a reason. Um whether with the water bottle thing. Well if you pick it up and put it down, that could cause well, we for example the butterfly effect. We're gonna talk about this soon. But there may not be a reason behind that. But the reason was to demonstrate that there's no reason. So that was the reason for you putting your water bottle on. See? So, I mean, that's just one example, but I think that um, there is a reason for everything. If we, whether we know it or not, we can think that there's a reason, but I think everything that happens can have an effect later. Like, what I say right now could, um, someone is going to hear it and resonate with it or dislike it, and that can make them act on that belief, right? So, um, I think that there, there could be a reason for everything, but... Literally looking at destiny, how much of our actions do you think we can really control or have control? Over? Wait, before we get on yeah. to that, I have a question. Okay. You're in your room alone. Mm-hmm. You flip a coin. Yeah. It comes up heads. Why not tails? Like, why, what was the reason behind it coming up heads? I don't know. But there may, there may be a... I mean, look. Look. Let, so you just flip a coin for no reason. Just why do you coin. flip a coin? I don't know, but you just decide to flip a coin to see so like, what okay, made you choose. Everything happens for a reason. Why did it land heads? Yeah. Why did it land heads? Okay, it's maybe like he maybe he looking at the shape of Abraham Lincoln's head. That was the reason. I think why we need more a little bit more detail on that. Like, if you're okay, so that's if I'm sitting in my room and I just flip a coin. What made you decide to first flip a coin in the first place? To see if there's a reason for everything. Exactly. That's so the then reason. What's the reason you came up with? So the to, reason to, is you find out that there is no reason for everything. Exactly. Mm. Game over. Yes, okay. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> let's 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 discuss a little bit more about destiny. How much of our actions do you think we really have control over? None. None. None all. at all. Okay. I believe that none, and you believe all. We have control over everything. Yes. What about you? I'm sort of moderate on this. I think we have the process to getting somewhere. We have control over, but the actual end goal. Okay. Have. All right. But here's the thing: if you have control over the process. Then how can you? Uh, couldn't you screw up the process to get to where you need to be? No, but I think it will happen no matter what. Like, okay, look, if I wanted to go to Harvard, but I screwed up in high school and I didn't do well enough to actually get into Harvard, but I go to like I don't know Georgia Tech or something, I think I'll still end up in the same profession either way, no matter what, because that was my. Oh, destiny. okay, okay, all right, I got you. But if you, what if you instead, like you were destined to get the same profession you would have once you graduated, but you died in your junior year of college. No, but then my destiny was never to get that profession. My destiny was to die. Okay. Um, but I, I think that everything we do is, um, we don't really have much control. I don't think we have control at all. Um, the reason is because, like, you know, the, there's idea that New- Newtonian clockwork, that the universe was started, what is it called? I don't know, what is that? So it's like the idea, Isaac Newton said that, um, that this idea of determinism, um, and even Albert Einstein said that God doesn't roll dice. So the idea that um, the universe started everything that up to that reason why we're sitting here and talking about this is because there were some molecules in, in the galaxy that, you know, whatever, they, they hit each other. Then, boom, there was uh, something that happened. Whatever you believe in, uh, that's just a theory. But life was formed and all this, you know, dinosaurs, whatever happened, humans came. And now as a result of all those actions, we're now here. So, 
I think uh, we don't have control over the past, and I don't think we can have much control over the future. What about like your individual actions? Like, can you choose? Did you have the choice to make this podcast? We think we had the choice, but we didn't. It was already predetermined for us to do it. Why? I don't know. I think it's... I think God or some being, higher being. I think it's biology. Like every... Or not necessarily biology, just physicality. Everything is cause and effect. Everything is like inputs going into my brain, going through my neurons and synapses, and an output coming out. So uh, Hmm. a machine could model that. Yeah. So when Robin asked me... Hey, Rhea, do you want to do this podcast? There was only one response I could give. There was only one path that those words could have taken and come okay. out. But so the, the, the options were yes or no, right? Yeah. Okay. And you chose yes because of your biological yes. thinking and all that. Okay. So any Rhea would have said yes. Hmm. So and that's, okay, so you think that biology is a reason, like our inner working and our subconscious is what yeah. really determines it. I, I do kind because of there's, there's been like psychological studies that determine that you make a dis- your subconscious unconscious makes a decision before you actually verbalize it before it comes into your unconscious mm-hmm. yeah exactly okay there's this one dude that said man can will but he cannot will what he wills so he can choose but he doesn't have the choice over what he's choosing yes um, and I think this, this goes to the idea, you pick up this bottle, right? If I pick up my bottle right here, I think that this was just, I chose it. However, that was already supposed to happen. We think that, you know, let's say something unexpected happens to us, like, there's no way this could have happened. But the fact that you thought that was destined. So, I mean, why exactly is it destined? I don't know. But I think this idea of that things are predetermined. You know, I think that things are predetermined for us, but we do have, we don't have much control, but it is good to think that we have control because then we can influence things in our life. Yeah, I I mean, I'm not saying that you can, like, you can't really prove the lack or um, free will or the lack thereof, Um, but I like thinking that I have free will. Yeah, because then I can do things, and then I can choose what I do on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, and me personally, I I want to think that I have full control over life because, you know, if you know, it's better to not blame other people for your things. You know, if you don't make take ownership for it, you're gonna be better off. Um, even like for example, the circle of influence, um, this idea of basically when you t- when you look at internally what I, what you can control, but whereas looking at things outside of your circle of influence, you're going to be happier if you focus on things that you can control. Like if I'm always worried about, oh, the weather is bad or, you know, Donald Trump is doing this, worry about political things that really you cannot influence, you're going to be happier if you focus on, okay, well, I have this uh, podcast and I'm doing this and I'm talking to my friends. It's better to look at what you can control. So do you have, since you believe in like that, you have no control over your like, life pretty much do you feel less motivated at all to, to continue or to do whatever you do or do you still feel pride in your yeah. accomplishments i think that you know i believe that everything i'm doing is destined but i i still have to like you know i'm still gonna talk like it doesn't matter right like what i'm saying i'm um just because like whatever happens is destined right but i think um that doesn't mean that we just stop because that's just not, I don't think that's innately human. And I don't think that that's destined to happen. It's kind of like a definition thing. 
I will always have motivation because it was destined for me to have motivation. So like the thought of having or not having free will doesn't change anything because it was already going to happen. Okay. Well, what do you guys think, like, if, you know, destiny exists, then how does, like, how do we really, can we blame someone for, like, committing a crime? Yeah, we can't blame them, but if we think of it practically, we have to put them in jail, so then they won't do the same crime. Mm. Yeah, I think it's kind of weird. I, in some sense, you know, we, first of all, we don't know if destiny is a thing, right? We don't exactly know that. We don't know if free will is a thing. But if we can, um, if we could, I think that that person who committed a crime still has to go to jail because that crime itself was immoral, whether they can control it or not. But yeah. I mean, <clears throat> okay, the crime was immoral, but the person was destined to do it, and then not if they're causing, so. You can't put blame yeah. on it if you're going to say free will doesn't exist. Yeah. Like, the only justification for imprisoning people would be, like, so they don't commit more crimes and hurt more yeah. people. Um, which is kind of, you know, this. I think this idea of destiny is kind of sad, you know, yeah. that if destiny does exist, then poor people are destined to live this life, right? Or, for example, if you're, if you're born poor, um, those, you are statistically proven to, like, remain poor, right? So... That's kind of sad that that may be destined to happen, right? Um, so I do want to believe in free will, but I think destiny is a very uh, good argument. That's the first evidence that free will doesn't exist because we are born and we don't have control over how or where we're born. Yeah, I'm and born like, poor, I'm born a girl. I didn't have control over that. I did was, not have free will. Yeah, there was like this monk and he was explaining this in a good way. He said that you cannot control your height and weight. You cannot control your height when you're, you're born a certain height. Or you're going to be a certain height. You're destined to be this tall and you're, you're not going to go past that. However, your weight, you can change. You have free will over your weight. I think there's... Wait, but do you believe that, though? Since you're arguing that yeah, yeah, so you're destined for that. We have free will to change our weight. We think... So I can start going to the gym and working out. And, you know, that's that's my choice. I think it's my choice, but that's just destined to happen. That's part of my life path. I feel like then every time someone makes an argument against it, it's just like, okay, well, then we'll zoom out and we'll say, well, that was destined to happen. And then every, yeah. every time it's like, okay, but then I had a choice to do this. And it's like, okay, well, you were always destined to make that choice. So it's just kind of like uh, that argument does not seem very sound to me because it doesn't seem like there's a way to disprove it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, does free will exist? Yes, because we have no other choice but to have control over our actions. A circular argument. Saying that free will exists is circular, or saying it doesn't exist? Doesn't exist. Yeah. So believe whichever one makes you happier. That's all we have for this episode. Let us know your opinion on our TikTok at Unanswered Pod. Thank you for tuning in, and see you on the next episode.